This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It is Thursday. That means the end of the podcast week for Al and myself. And uh, get ready for some porn stories, drunk tipping, and whoever knows what else Al comes up with. And you will not hear that Monday morning at 5.45 a.m. Where I don't know what the hell we're going to do, but we're it's going to be fun. sports, Jerry. Yes. We're going to break Anyhow, it down. I saw this on Twitter, too, but I didn't read the entire thing because I, I kind of figured you would. Right. So give me the new Pornhub deal. Yeah, we haven't done a Pornhub story, Jerry, in a little while. So Pornhub, always thinking, always caring. This actually comes from the Pornhub Cares program. Always caring. They actually have a Pornhub Cares program where they've made uh, donations to Save the Whales, Stopping Domestic Violence, uh, and they have one now where they're looking to help... Uh, blind people enjoy pornography. More. How do you do that? They can't see it. They cannot see it. But what they are doing is they're going to have what they call described video category, Jerry. You know, there's a MILFs category. There's a blondes with big boobs category. You told me about the real estate category. The real estate right. category. Right. This is going to be described video category where it is exactly that. It's audio of someone describing what's going on in the scene so then blind people will be able to enjoy Pornhub the same way you do, Jerry. By the way, I hear work opportunity. Yeah, you're a voiceover, voiceover guy. <laughs> Why don't you try something uh, with us? I'm not trying anything because Eddie will rip that thing right oh. off this so quickly and I'll hear it Monday. I don't oh, think right. so. Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess they would need both men and women voiceover actors. Yes, That's of a great point. I never looked at it from a, um, a possible work You want to give me a line? Give me a line. I'll do the line. Go ahead. Uh, I don't have one here. I mean, but you're a porn watcher. Give me something. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, what, what if you were to describe a real estate uh, pornography scene where the, uh, the real estate, you are a, um, you're a young man looking for your first condo purchase. Okay. And uh, the uh, woman, a real estate agent. Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. You feel she's uh, charging a little too much. For what the property is worth, right. uh, you're going to try to convince her otherwise, Jerry. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't just go oh. ahead. <laughs> but I think I told this you is give, great. You give me a script, I'll read it. Right. I'll try it. Because I didn't think about that. Well, I don't have one handy, but, you know, if you're deaf, you can still enjoy pornography. I guess because so. Because most of us, when we first start watching porn... As a as a twenty three year old <laughs> zip it, Jerry. I watched it before that. Oh. You know, when you're late teens, early twenties, whenever right. you start watching porn, uh, most of the time it's done with no volume on anyway, mm. because you're you know you're in your parents' house, 
the you know you have to have the but TV on. How does on. that relate to a deaf per? Oh, I'm just saying. So deaf person, deaf people are able to have always been able to right. enjoy porn because right. it's a mostly visual um, medium. Medium, mm-hmm. good. I was gonna say art. Oh, sure. Medium is much better, Jerry. Yeah. But I never thought of it for a blind person, although you could listen to the moaning, I suppose, but without knowing what's going on. This is very helpful. I'm, that's very innovative. Will you Pornhub. try this? No, I need a visual. No, but know? I'm saying you won't even turn it on to see what it's like. Uh, I might. You might. Yeah, I might. But but uh, for most men, Jerry, the sexual turn-on is visual. Sure. I agree. Right? Okay, you would agree with that. Of course. I mean, you see a woman, well, I better watch what I say. Right. But yes, of course, when you see what she looks like, yes. That, Very that, visual. Yes. We're a, vi- we're a visual people. I, I know I've asked. We're well, a visual I've, sex. I know I've asked you this before. I've Males. Told you, I've asked you about. All right, Jerry. Could you own a strip club? Yes. Knowing it's, I mean, it's going to be say a no. difficult way of life. You know you're going to make a lot of money, though. Right. But it'd be a tough on a relationship, How about Jerry, this? if I'm could, owning could a strip club. Could you do this? All right. Boomer and Carton. Break up tomorrow, right? Show's over. They just decide we're out. I don't know if you heard. We've got a 15-minute show starting on Monday. Which is why the timing would be perfect. I imagine (laughs) I would just live off of that salary, So, all right, but let's just assume it's gone. It's over, right? Whatever. Next month, next year, whatever. Next month. And all of a sudden, you look around and you're like, my God, I am not qualified to do anything else. Right. But I'm not working with A and B in the morning anymore. i got to do something. And someone says, listen, we need an investor. You can be a part owner. Great pornography site. I would You're not just going to cash checks. I would not do that. You would not do that. No. Okay. I would think about like my nieces and nephews and be like, they would not. I didn't say it was children. No, no, no. I'm saying I would look at them and they, they if, would they look up to me? No. They would look down on me for that. Now, what if so I would no one knew how that. you made your money? Yeah, I still, I would know. And I, I would I have, not no, be comfortable I, I happen to agree with you. I'm yeah. just, I, I always think that's an interesting question. Yeah, it is a good question. So you're out on the pornography ownership. I would be out on that. Hmm. I would okay. be out on a strip club thing as well. Right. Now, I might be in on, like, there is a very popular uh, thing online where there's a, a website memberships where people pay a monthly fee for quote-unquote non-nude sites where they're internet models that don't get naked, Jerry, okay. but still have their own sites where they're in, like, bikinis and lingerie and things like that. That's okay. I, I might be able to invest in that because that's not pornography. That's fair. That's just tasteful non-nudes. <laughs> non-nudes. Yeah, I'm telling you, there is something for everyone. So there are people, women, and I'm sure men too, making a living on websites where they're not naked, but they're just being photographed in bikinis well, don't, like that. aren't there websites, and I say this because, I mean, you see it on Twitter, too. It's yeah. like the same girl has 75 yes. different uh, Twitter handles. Right, because they're all And they're fake. giving you a number or a, right, you could just the call them and talk to them? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but Craig brought that up on the air when you, where they want you to call their WhatsApp number. And then what happens? I don't they, know. Are you getting charged for that call? I'm not sure. I really don't know how that works. And I also have seen on, um... So someone wrote an article. You brought it up, and I had never heard of it until you mentioned it. But having these wish lists. Oh yeah, the Amazon wish list. I just saw an article about it a couple yeah. weeks ago. I cannot believe that guys would actually buy girls they don't know stuff. I, I don't even know why. Because they feel like they have some sort of personal interaction with a hot chick. Uh, 
by buying them things on their Amazon wish list. It's really, it's 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 sad and weird all at the same time. I do think I could get some podcast listeners to buy you some things if you put together an Amazon wish list, as long as you weren't being ridiculous, Jerry. Like if you wanted some protein powders, I could probably get some podcast listeners to pony up and get you like nutritional bars or whatever it is you're eating these days. I've been eating these Zone Perfect bars. Yeah, Zone Perfect. I actually like those a lot. I will say I uh, I had a run down and put uh, pay your meter. As yeah. you, you paid my meter at 9 a.m., right. I run down and pay your parking meter at 10 a.m., which right. requires me to open your front door. What was the problem? And I did see that you have uh, uh, goldfish crackers as a snack. In your I car. do. You know why? They're not mine. <laughs> because <laughs> you're so funny. Last night we had a game, a scrimmage. Yes. And because we're out of season now for the spring, the snack bar does not open. Oh. So my wife brought water and goldfish for my younger son who was not playing we got in the car and she said well since you didn't eat them let's leave them in the car next time you're with me you'll have a snack she goes unless of course your dad decides to eat them on the way home tomorrow which i'm not planning on doing but it's possible i don't just leave goldfish in the car in a nice baggie i like that (laughs) you pick up on the stupid things jerry's gonna be snacking on his way home you didn't notice the six gloves in the back seat or the eight baseball bags but you noticed the goldfish bag the angle because i was on the sidewalk higher up than your car (laughs) when i opened it it, i looked right down into your snack tray it's tremendous Mm. only you would pick up on that yes i saw that jerry then how about this uh, this happened in Edgewater, Colorado. A waiter at a Thai restaurant uh, received a $1,000 tip Wow! on a $60 meal. Wow. The uh, That can't be real. They, they were very suspicious of it. It was all $100 bills jammed into the, uh, the little envelope thing where you put the, the money. Right. Uh, the next morning, waiting at the restaurant when it was to open was this gentleman who left this $1,000 tip claiming he was drunk and thought those were singles oh. and not $100 but, but bills. But even so, so he thought he was given a $10 tip? No, he thought he was giving $100 for a $60 meal. So well, that doesn't make any sense either. Still paying a very heavy tip right. of $40. 40 bucks. it should be $12. Yeah. So he took the money back. They let him take the money back, and he uh, gave what he originally wanted. He gave them a $40 tip. So he gave 60 bucks for the meal plus a $40 tip, which normally you'd be thrilled at if you were a waiter. But when that $40 tip was previously a $1,000 tip, not so great. Not so good. What do you think about Have you ever drunk? Uh, have you ever woken up, maybe when you were younger, where you had a night of heavy drinking where you don't recall a lot of what went on? I, that's, you, honestly, that's never happened to really? me. Really? I have never, and I've had nights... I mean, I told you when I was in Cabo with my wife back in 2000, I want to say. Uh, yeah, 2000. Um, I got so drunk that I lost a battle with the toilet bowl mm-hmm. where I wasn't feeling well. My hand slipped off and I cracked the side of my <laughs> cheek on the, on the side. <laughs> on of the, the toilet. bowl? And I had a black eye the rest of the trip. No joke. Even then, you remember everything. And I still remember the entire night. I've never blacked out from alcohol for whatever reason. I've never had that. Um, and I don't drink often. So it's not like I'm a heavy drinker. But that's never happened to me. Have I ever done something where I woke up the next day and said, what the hell did you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Harris for our anniversary one night where I had a lot to drink, um, I gambled about $1,000 playing blackjack and lost it all. <laughs> uh, the problem was that was the first night we were there for three nights, and that was all the money I brought. Right. 
that was a problem. Yeah, that sucks. And that was kind of like, come on, I just need one hit, just one hit. All right, you know what? Three hundred. This is the one. And then I looked down. I said, I have four dollars in my pocket for the rest of your trip, for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I get very generous buying drinks when I'm uh, sure. drunk. Yeah, so, sure. Like if I got two hundred dollars out of the ATM before a night out. When I wake up the next morning, I immediately go, let me see how much money. And if I have a 20, at least like one of the 20s left, I'm like, all right. <laughs> You're happy. We did all right here. You know, I'll give you another night. When I was, I've told you this story before, but this is related to the money. When I was in Atlanta for, or we went to see the Cowboys and Falcons. It was Deion Sanders' first game with the Cowboys. We, Me and my buddies drove, me and my friends, someone doesn't like when I say buddies, me and my friends uh, drove down to Atlanta to see them at the Georgia Dome. It was also Indians Braves World Series. So I scalped. I, they all wanted to go to the strip club for like a second straight night. I didn't. I wanted to go to the World Series game. I scalped the ticket. Turned out to be a fake. Didn't get in. I ended up at Buckhead, I think is what it's called. And I was just drinking Jägermeister because the bartender, she was giving me one free one for everyone I bought. Long story short, I walk out at the end of the game. I had $20 left. To my name and I got in a cab and the cabbie's like I can't take you to a hotel for 20 bucks and I, I don't know what I said to him but he wound up taking me there and I wound up face down on the bed in the bed part of Atlanta door wide open when my friends got back they thought that I had been killed right so that was a bad one what not you, good what do you think you exchanged uh, the the ride for if you only had 20 dollars <laughs> nothing Al. Oh. Jerry, we often like to talk about vending machines here. Yes, I do, yeah. You one time ran a very successful cigarette vending machine in New Jersey. Before, no, it was not before, successful. <laughs> before you re- well, it was successful for a day or so. It was successful for a week. And then you realized you needed a tobacco license to actually have a vending machine with cigarettes in it. Very but here's, true. Here's a new thing that's coming to a lot of uh, vending machines. Uh, have you seen the vending machines where you can pay with a credit card? I have. Yeah. Well, I have at Columbia. They do. Yes. Now they're also having it where you can do Apple Pay. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not thrilled with that. I'm not a big Apple Pay guy. I don't like the Android Pay, Google yeah. Pay, the Apple Pay. No good. Me neither. It, it's no simpler than using your credit credit card. It's not any more simpler. I agree. And I was looking at the statistics for this, and of the people who have the iPhone, only 20% use Apple Pay. It's a bad idea. It was a bad idea. It just doesn't really work. I love the idea of not carrying a wallet so that, but I, I just don't know why. It's it, just a swipe. It's a, a credit card isn't a big, you know, it's not like you're carrying a pocketbook or a backpack, Jerry. And if you go to touchyourmodern.com, you can now get the damn cases around the phones that will keep the credit cards in there. That's true. So I don't think we need Apple Pay. I see it in my supermarket even. Like, they have signs everywhere. Like, oh, we accept Apple Pay. You know, I've never seen anyone use it. Yeah. I've never watched anyone use it either. I'm not 100% sure how it works. Me I think either. I just hold, I think you just hold your phone up to the machine. So instead of swiping right. a card, you're holding your phone there, which really you're only eliminating a swipe. Correct. I have which seen seems people easy. on the Monday, this is no joke, I have seen many people on the Monday after a Jet or a Giant win use their phone for the Dunkin' Donuts oh, yeah. free coffee. Yes. I've seen that. I've never seen anybody use the Apple yeah. Pay or the Google Pay or the Android Pay or whatever that right. those things are. Just the idea of if you lose your phone, I don't know how it works. I don't know if you have to log in or I don't know, but like it's just out there. It is out there, Jerry. No good. That is no good. And then here's a story I bring to you, Jerry, just for a person accepting who they are. We all have things that we're not thrilled about with ourselves. Maybe it's a being bald Maybe it's being out of shape. Yes, maybe and yes. It's, uh, maybe it's uh, 
maybe you have a big nose. Yeah, that one You too. know what I mean? But I mean, leave me alone. At some point, we must accept who we are. And I bring you a woman from Portland, Oregon, Jerry. All right. She's 39 years old. Her name is Rose Gale. G-E-I-L. She has a beard <laughs> and has had a beard most of her life. Poor thing. But she always shaved it. Ugh. But she has decided she's going to be who she is. She was 26 years of cutting, shaving her beard every day. She's decided she's going to be who she is, Jerry. And she's getting attention from men. Mm-hmm. She says, quote, there are all kinds of people in the world who are attracted to all kinds of things. So I wasn't too surprised when I started getting lots of attention. How about that? I'm envisioning Alan Jerry's bearded ladies matchmaker.com. Oh, interesting. That's a dating website for bearded ladies. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to say to this. No, I'm just saying, be who you are. This is a great example. Let's I'm look good to with that. Rose but you were going in a, you were going in a different direction that I didn't like. I didn't know where you were going. What was that? And seeing this, I don't like the notion of just accept what you are. Okay. Meaning you know, um, relationships not great. Well, relationships have ups and downs. You, know, you got to accept that. No, I don't have to accept you that. You don't. There's no reason why you can't work on it and it can't be better. Uh, you're overweight. Just accept you are who you are. Crap. I'm, I disagree. You can work on it. You can be better. You know, you're a bad student. Well, work harder. Right. And there's a lot of that going around. And mm. I see it in a lot of different, you know, I obviously deal with a lot of people with what I do outside of here. I don't I don't like that mentality. All right, I, I like that. I didn't realize you were going to go to a woman who's got a beard. Yeah, I know what you're saying there, Jerry. Those are the two schools of thought. Do you accept who you are, or should you work on things? I'll, I give, think, you another, I'll give you another one. Yeah. The notion that you're going to become your parents, just accept it. No. Why? Be yourself. Right. And don't just fall into that trap. Not that it's a trap, but don't be... I don't even know what the right word is. Don't, don't stay on that you, same you, you're path. You're giving yourself... An excuse not to work at anything with that other Yeah, I, I, th I think that's exactly true. I think it's it's a lazy mentality. I think the idea of, you know, I remember, I remember a lot of people have said to me uh, when you're dating girls, well, take a look at her mom, and if you're like that, then, you know, you'll be right. dealing with in 25 years. It's not. It doesn't have to be that way. It shouldn't be that way. Not if you have different interests and different goals. And if there are things about your parents you don't like, you can very consciously not be that. Right. Or you can just accept it and be a lazy bastard and end up like them. It is interesting, though. Like, you're not you're not a big Facebook guy. Not at all. Yeah, but uh, I am on Facebook, and um, I'm old enough now to... Uh, it's interesting because uh, people do begin to um, age and look like their parents, that's, especially yes, the women. But that's not necessarily what I mean. I don't mean there's nothing you can do about the way you look. Physical stuff. Right. You can, listen, if your mom is overweight, you don't have to be. That's not what I mean. Facially, you, yeah, I mean, you're going to look the way you look. But let's say your mom or your father uh, has this really horrendous habit of walking around and, you know, whatever. Pick something out. Spitting. Yeah, you know, fine. They have a bad spitting habit. That doesn't necessarily mean I should grow up and be a spitter like my dad. <laughs> you know, if there's something he does that I don't like, I should be very conscious about not doing that and pick out the things I do like. Right. 
and going, that does that make sense? It does make sense. You know, if if my father is fat and sloppy, that doesn't give me a license to become fat and sloppy because that's the path I'm supposed to be on. You can do something. You can do something about almost everything in your life. What is that saying, Jerry, where that says, accept the things you cannot change? It's like something about changing. Right. You can't change who gave birth to you. Right. All right. Yeah, right? I mean, you can't change who you are. You can't change how tall you are. But you can change how you act, how you appear, and how you self-discipline yourself. Right. There are a lot of things you can change. Mm-hmm. Change. Change. Like if you are a bearded woman, you can accept your beard and enjoy it. Or shave it. Yeah, it's a weird one. I, I don't know. It's different. It's not I'm, a popular it's, one. I'm not sure about that one. Oh, it's not. It's not a popular. No, no. But she, like I said here, Jerry, 26 years of shaving, and now that she's not shaving her beard, that's when the men are hitting on By her. By the way. Probably her positive attitude. I was just going to say, if she's happy with herself, mm-hmm. good for her. That's, that's right, really Jerry. all that should matter. Yeah. She's attractive, minus the beard, but attract like nice eyes, nice hair. And she's free. This and is by where the Eddie, way, if he was in the room, would start hitting drops it, like he did today with Vicky. If you're going to be a bearded woman, I bet Oregon is a great place. The the Northwest kind of mountainous uh, area. Have you ever been to I've Oregon? Not. I've not. Or Oregon, as you say. Uh, Oregon, Oregon. <laughs> I, when I was doing my podcast, Jerry, where I was interviewing broadcasters, yeah. you know, um, I, I would oftentimes ask a broadcaster, uh, where should a, someone go on vacation that you wouldn't normally think? Mm. You know, these broadcasters travel around. And uh, who was the broadcaster who did the Laker games and the Nick games? Spiro Ditas. Spiro Ditas. He said, Northwest to Oregon. Is it Oregon? Or- I've always heard Oregon. Oregon. Washington State. Yeah. Probably beautiful up that there. That is beautiful. I was there. in Portland for 36 hours. Yeah. Seemed nice. Weather was nice, mountains, it was crisp air. It was actually, it was cool. But I didn't go anywhere else. Seems far away. It was far. It was oh. Six hours there and six hours back or so five when hours the, back. So when a team has to go from like Seattle to Miami, yeah, like the the, the professional teams, yeah, that's got to be the worst flight. It's far. Right. <laughs> Just like Jason Wirth was saying yesterday, I don't know who gave us a four o'clock baseball game and we got to go to San Diego and play tomorrow night. Not easy. Happened yeah. to the Mets. When they had that day game and they had to play in San Diego Thursday night and they played a crappy, listless game. Not easy. No energy. Not an excuse, but not easy. Are you rested enough to play in tonight's softball game? All I do is hit, Al. You're a swinger. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just gonna hit. That's all I'm going to do. I'm playing the hot corner, Jerry. I know you do. Although, uh, when we played this team last year, they mostly hit uh, long, Bombs. deep fly balls. They almost killed kids in the playground. Yeah. Like, they, they must have hit the ball 300 feet. Yeah, the problem is, though, if I'm playing third base and they're trying to hit the ball 300 feet and they don't and they hit a line drive instead. <laughs> better, be, better be ready. It's no joke. It's no joke. Well, have fun. Enjoy it. Yeah. I will see you there later. All right, Jerry. Uh, and Monday morning, yes. we will do, again, I really don't know, but we'll be on. It's the Boomer and Carton pregame show. Call it what you want. Or something. Alan Jerry, killing time. Killing it. See ya. See ya.